Hello, villagers. It is SEC Eve. It's Friday, September 25th, and you've tuned in to listen to one idiot talk about his village. And this week, his village is SEC football because we got it back, folks. Thank the good Lord, Saturdays in the South are back, and we're going to have fun with them. I've got my schedule blocked off, roll tight, Alabama football's back. We're going to play Missouri. Actually, kind of. We're going to show up, and they might just walk off the field. Who knows what happens there? But we got big games this weekend, folks, and that is a big deal. Uh, first off, first off is the first one I want to cover is UK at Auburn. Auburn's a very overrated team, folks. Gus Malzahn's down there coaching, coaching just just bad football. Yes, they beat us. I know. They beat us quite frequently. But, man, the guy just coaches dirty football. And Bo Nix is one of the more overrated quarterbacks in the country. And I expect Mark Stoops to expose that with Terry Wilson Jr. behind center. He, it, It's just not going to be pretty. Terry Wilson Jr., provided he comes back as healthy as he was in 2018, last time he started a game, last time he took a hit, can cover up a lot of holes in an offense because of his athleticism. Mark Stoops always puts a good defense on the field. But if Terry Wilson Jr. comes back and is healthy and can take a hit, UK is going to be a problem in the SEC East, and I expect them to finish nowhere below third, uh, which is astounding for UK football. You know, they'll they'll get a bowl. Actually, they quite frequently get bowls. But UK football is on the come up. They'll obviously never overshadow their basketball team, but you know that's a different story. If the UK is one of those schools, if UK football can get them to basketball season, then they're happy. If if they can get in, if if they can get a bowl game or some extra football out of that, that's happy. If if, if they can, like I said, if they can get the basketball season, if they can put a product on the field to bring recruits to, then they're happy, you know. And and don't be surprised if UK knocks off Auburn down there this weekend. Another big game on tap that I'm very, very excited about is watching Florida and Ole Miss. The Lane train is back in the SEC. And that's a problem because Lane Kiffin is a genius when it comes to offensive football. And it's easy to recruit kids in Oxford, and it's even easier for Lane Kiffin to recruit kids in Oxford. Hopefully we've seen Lane mature over the years, but who knows? We know he's packed on some pounds, so maybe that slowed down his extracurricular activities or not. Maybe people find him less attractive, but, you know, the guy can wear the hell out of a visor. So we'll see what Lane's bringing. Dan Mullen at Florida, you know, it's... He's got dynamic athletes. He always has. We'll see what he can do with them. But they play a slower brand of football than I believe they should with the speed they have. They have quite possibly the fastest team in the country, and they they just haven't done a lot with it yet. So we'll see what they got going on down there. Mississippi State at LSU. LSU, I expect to have a big letdown this year. Obviously, they're LSU. They're defending national champions. They reloaded. They got Stingley out on the corner, and he's the best defensive player in the country. Hands down, I'm a defensive back guy, and 
That kid's a stud, but Mississippi State brings back quite possibly the best running back in the country, so so we'll see. I think that could be a battle. Obviously, with the COVID rules, LSU loses home field advantage. You know, 20,000 people in the stands is not the same as just having rowdy Cajuns run around everywhere in Death Valley. It, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a different atmosphere, but they got Coach O and – you know, he goes football. You know, he he's got that kind of thing going down there, and the guy's a football guy, so it'll be a letdown for them this year. But if anybody can pull it out, it'll be Coach O. We got UGA at Arkansas. UGA is going to run through Arkansas. There's not a whole lot to talk about at that game. They got Kirby. After this year, they'll probably have Will Muschamp as their defensive coordinator because. That guy doesn't – he just doesn't stand a chance at South Carolina, which he shouldn't. The guy's probably one of the premier defensive coordinators in the league, and that's probably where his road ends. Alabama at Missouri, we've covered that. It just won't really be a game. They got Mac Jones behind center this year, and let me tell you something about Mac Jones. Mac Jones took a lot of heat last year, and people were cur- – Curious if if he would be about the bright lights. Mac Jones is a hardened criminal. You can look up his mug shots. That guy is not scared of prisoners, so he's definitely not going to be scared of the bright lights. Guy will just come in, paint the field in Missouri. It'll be ho-hum. Najee Harris quite possibly could win the Heisman this year. It'll be interesting to watch. I think Alabama has a good shot. To go all the way this year. And yes, I am an Alabama fan, so I, I will continue to say that. It's, it's, well, especially with the no out-of-conference things. Not like that they've ever really played any tough games out-of-conference anywhere. They usually open the season with a tough game, but last year they opened with Duke. So, you know, it. it but they got to play in conference, and they play in the toughest conference in the world. So we'll see how that plays. We got Vanderbilt at Texas A&M. Texas A&M, top 10 in the country, but we'll see what they actually have because I think they have a lot of positive tests and they have a, quite a few opt-outs. I believe they have one of the best receivers in the country opt-out. So, and then on to Tennessee at South Carolina. I don't believe Will Muschamp has anything down there. But I also know Tennessee to drop games that they should should not drop. So we'll see what my boy Jeremy Pruitt can do. You know, I I, I love Jeremy Pruitt. I I've gotten in quite a few arguments with people about when he was when when he went to Tennessee. You know, uh, they always said, "Well, we don't want him because he'll just leave for Alabama." And I said it earlier this week: if Jeremy Pruitt leaves for Alabama then that is the best thing that happened to Tennessee because that means he gave him three, four, five, six good years at Tennessee because Alabama has to want him back. And if he's doing what he's doing at Tennessee right now, Alabama don't want him back. Uh, Jared Garantano's not the guy behind center. However, he's one of the quarterbacks in the country that could benefit the most from no fans in the stand because the guy's scared of his own shadow. We've all seen it. Yes, he's tough, but that's just because he's not smart enough not to be tough. 
If he had any smarts at all, he would lay down, go to the sideline, and let some young buck take all the hits for him because Pruitt hasn't stacked his team like he will because he's a recruiter and he's a defensive mind and he, he's got some years to build something there and we'll see how he ends up. But I, I expect Jeremy Pruitt to do some big things at Tennessee. I just don't expect them to be this year. They start the year at 16. I think they might end up around that place, but I think during the year they leave the top 25 and might come back to 16. We'll see how that ends up. In other college football news, we got Georgia Tech and Syracuse. That might be a battle. Who knows? I think Georgia Tech, I think they got some athletes. They beat Florida State. Florida State's not really that good. Syracuse gave North Carolina a run for their money. I know North Carolina put up some big numbers, you know, late in the game, but North Carolina's touted to be one of the better teams in the country this year. A lot of hype around them. Sam Howell, definitely one of the better players in the country, but Syracuse gave them all they could have for three quarters. Nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody wants to talk about how they scored 25 points in the fourth, and I I mean, big deal. I I just, I think Syracuse gave them hell for three. So, um, but Georgia Tech and Syracuse could be a hell of a game. You got Florida State and Miami. Florida State's not back, but let me tell you something, folks. Miami is. Miami's a problem. De'Aaron King's good, and I want nothing more to see Miami back because they're just fun to watch when they're back. You get the turnover (laughs) chain rocking. You get the title belt. You get the rings down there. It's just fun to watch. But I got to ask when we talk about Miami, anybody been watching the Miami Heat? Because what a time they're having. They are just dominating the Boston Celtics. I think Boston might pull another game out of that. But Boston's, I don't know what they're doing because they they have more talent. I think Kimba Walker might actually be a problem there. I don't know how great he is. I don't know Gordon Hayward, implementing Gordon Hayward into it. It's just tough. He's been watching too much Peaky Blinders and concentrating way too much on getting the perfect mustache, which... It is perfect. It's a great mustache. I'm, I, I mean, it's. I'm envious of it, but my aunt, Boston just doesn't have anything for Miami. And Eric Spolstra might be the most underrated coach in the NBA. And Miami just plays a good brand of team basketball. They got Jimmy Butler down there, who's an absolute dog, and Tyler Hero, who's just he's my hero. You know, the guy lives the dream. The guy gave himself cornrows, which I've always wanted, and just drops 37 like it's nothing. You know, come comes on there, does his interview, and his sweet NBA mask and his Phillies hat, and his guy's just a cold dude. But, fit, uh, I mean, you know, the Miami Heat are good. You know, I think they might give the Lakers a few issues, if the Lakers get there, which I don't know how they don't get there, the Nuggets just are that thorn in the side to them. Um, LeBron can't decide which nights he wants to be a man or not, which nights he wants to be the best player or not. It, it's unreal. I, I, now, what I will say about the Lakers is I've loved watching Anthony Davis just take the shine from LeBron, and LeBron hates it. 
And you can tell that because he's using more spray paint on his head than he's ever used before. And that's how you can tell LeBron has the self-confidence of no man. You know, you have a guy who is worth a billion dollars, who who's changed the game, who's who's just a freak athlete, but the guy refuses to go bald. You know, if you had any self-confidence at that age, which me and him are the same age, um, you just go bald, you know? I, I played against LeBron once in an AAU tournament where he was 16. He was about 6'6", 225 at the time. Um, I was a stout 5'9", 140, and... He, he was the most freakish thing I'd ever seen. The the best athlete I've ever seen. He's the true definition of the genetic lottery. But the guy just can't get out of his own way. Um, he, he, the Lakers, aren't just, they're just not that good of a team. They don't have a lot around LeBron and Anthony Davis. You know, Rajon's picked it up a little. But, but they just don't have a lot going on. For some reason, people think Kyle Kuzma's good, and I just don't understand that. I, I think he benefited from a year that the Lakers were so bad. He, he just happened to be the best player on a real shitty team, and, you know, he's he's benefited that for that for years to come, and he'll probably keep benefiting it because he's got good fashion and he wears Pumas, and Puma is a big deal in the NBA right now. So, um We'll see how that ends up. I fully expect the Lakers to advance but past the Nuggets. But Jamal Murray's just, he's a problem for the Lakers. And the Joker is, <laughs> he's a center like we've never really seen before. You know, you, you always had the big man. You know, and shout out to one of my buddies, Rob. You always had the big man. He wanted to be the point guard and, and bring it up the floor. And, uh. The Joker has manifested that and brought it to the NBA. And to watch a big man zigzag dribble up the court is just a phenomenon that I never thought I'd see. And it's going to create a problem for high school coaches everywhere because you're going to have every 270-pound 5'9 sophomore trying to zigzag his way up the court and say, well, I can do it if the Joker can't. You know, it, it just creates a whole new set of problems. But, you know, the NBA is really interesting right now, and it's really cool to see that they've just done the bubble very well. Um, yeah, it, it looks like a video game out there. that They've been back, and they, they're doing the COVID rules and everything. They just got a good thing going on. I have on good authority that they, they basically have their own little city happening down there in Orlando and it's it, it's just really cool to see but I'll tell you what I wouldn't like to I wouldn't mind seeing the Miami Heat take it to the house you know and I think the fun part about that would to for Miami as a city to watch them you know you got a guy like LeBron who left Cleveland to come to Miami then left Miami to go back to Cleveland and Miami gave him his championships. Actually, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh gave him his championships. He couldn't have done it without him. He'll never admit that because he just doesn't admit anything. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, you know, it. I think uh, L.A.-Miami finals would be very interesting. And I don't know 
what kind of answers they have for Miami's brand of team basketball. But I know what kind of answers Miami has for the Lakers, and that's Jimmy Butler because Jimmy's a dog. Jimmy can score buckets. Jimmy can play defense. And Jimmy has something thumping that LeBron doesn't have. And he has a full set of hair that LeBron doesn't have. LeBron is so jealous of Jimmy Butler's hair, he won't even be able to concentrate. I mean, you're talking about LeBron who, who, like I said, he's he's worth billions and has the self-esteem of a sophomore high school girl because the, the dude just, like, he won't go bald. I don't understand it. Like, just go bald. You're, you're arguably the greatest player ever. Like, what does it matter if you have a shiny bald head? Just stop doing whatever you're doing. Also, you're worth billions of dollars. Can you not get hair transplants? You're... I just don't. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's the weirdest thing in sports. It, and he just ignores it. He won't ignore anything else, but he ignores that. Um, so so we'll see what happens in the NBA, but I can tell you something. The NBA's been fun to watch, and they've done a great job down there. The fans in the stands, they got the kids section. You know, it's just a good time. But I've enjoyed nothing more than watching Tyler Hero just dropped buckets on the Celtics, which I don't understand because they got Jalen Brown, who should be the best perimeter defender in the NBA, given his athleticism, given his length. You put Jalen Brown on any team's best player, post, perimeter, whatever, Jalen Brown has the potential to be one of the best defensive stoppers, definitely in the league now, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how he matures, but he he's a freak athlete. He can shoot. He Jalen Brown doesn't get the credit he deserves for the Boston Celtics, and Jason Tatum gets too much. I, I, I think Jalen Brown might be a little more important to that team than Tatum, and nobody really wants to talk about that, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah, big weekend in the NBA. We'll, we'll see how that ends up. Uh, but it just, <coughs> excuse me, I get a cough. Um, you know, there's a lot going on. NFL, there's so much sports to keep up with right now. You know, I really wanted to focus on the Titans this week. Titans are playing the Vikings. Which, the Vikings should be better than they are, but their their defense is just trash. But they got rid of their corners from last year. Xavier Rhodes is one of the best corners in the NFL, and you know, they, I, he's gone. You know, Kirk Cousins stinks. He can't decide whether he wants to be good or not. But Ryan Tannehill for the Tennessee Titans is just quietly be – Ryan Tannehill's good. And nobody wants to just admit that Ryan Tannehill's actually good. He got out of a shit situation down there in Miami. And, you know, Ryan Tannehill's jersey should be the number one selling jersey for the Titans because – He's the guy carrying him. Derrick Henry was doing what Derrick Henry was doing before Tannehill got behind center. And and Tannehill shouldered their load and took him to where, you know, the promised land. But the Titans aren't going to do anything until that secondary changes. They'll do exactly what they did last year and probably not much more. So I saw a cool video this week. Did anybody see... The lady who was willing to tell the cops that she had to poop. I mean, it begs the question, 
what are you willing to do to get out of jail? And, you know, I don't think she took it far enough. Because if you watch the whole video, she ended up not pooping. Which, you know, when you immediately go to, I have to poop, you know, to a cop. Yeah, you just got to do it. You know, this might be a little crude for people listening, but if you're, and it's on my Twitter, if you need to watch a video, it's at Stu Pleasant. My last name is not Pleasant. I, I live in Pleasant View, and I'm not a pleasant person. That just made sense, but if you need to watch a video, it's up there. Uh, but it, it begs the question, how far are you willing to go? And I don't think she took it far enough. She was willing to throw the phrase out there, but you, you got to be willing to pay the piper, you know? And that was one of the videos I wanted to bring up. The other one was the the Vespa guy. I don't know if anybody saw that one. I don't want to have that one on my Twitter, but I guarantee you, if you were to get on YouTube and just look up the Vespa guy, this guy pulls up on a Vespa scooter. And, and if you don't know what that is, that's like one of those... I mean, it's a motor scooter. It's one of the little cute motor scooters you see in all the movies, all the French movies. He pulls up with his open face helmet. And somebody catches him on video just pouring his heart out to this girl. <laughs> I guess she's about to get engaged or something. And he just interrupts it on his motor scooter and tells her how she should be with him. And she's making the wrong decisions. It's absolutely one of the most hilarious videos I've ever seen. But, you know, I just, I just wanted to catch you guys with a laugh. Um... It, it, <laughs> you know, I, I, we're going into Saturday. We're going into a big week. We're going into SEC football debut week. Yeah, it, it, it's a good time to be alive, guys. Um, this is the Village Idiot Podcast. If you haven't heard throughout the thing, I am the Village Idiot. And you've probably figured out that throughout this entire podcast which i'm trying to think back at everything i said there's no telling what i've said and i generally don't re-listen to these things before i post them so you can probably call me on anything i say uh but we would love to have you subscribe tune in every week we'll get better as we go along we promise you know i'm still learning all this technological stuff follow us on instagram on instagram it's actually just being a mitchell you know, that's, uh, it's me and my wife and my kids. You'll see us all throughout anything. Um, Twitter, obviously, is at Stu Pleasant. We have a YouTube going that we'll be posting more videos. We have a website, thevillageidiotpv.com. The PV is Pleasant View, Pleasant View, Tennessee. Um, I don't like to generally share where I'm at, but I did, and it's Pleasant View, so you can probably find me. Uh, so... Y'all have a good week. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope it gets you home. Whether you agree with me or not, you know, give me a shout out. We'll we'll talk about it. Put the star rating on iTunes, Spotify. We're on all the podcast platforms. And like I said, I promise you we'll get better. We're still learning this thing, but we wanted to get our voice out there. And we want to talk sports. We want to talk life. That's that's just what we do. Uh, I mean... I'm a sports guy. I grew up in sports, and that's all I know. And sometimes it's just nice to talk about your opinions without anybody talking back, and that's why I do this thing. So y'all have a good weekend, 
Enjoy SEC football. We'll catch you next Tuesday. Everything's going to come out Tuesdays and Fridays. You know, we want to come Tuesdays to catch Monday Night Football, Fridays to get you into the weekend. So y'all have a good weekend.